Welcome to Life Uplifted, a podcast for joy-seeking humans who want to feel more energized and empowered in their lives. In this space, you will receive insights, knowledge, and inspiration to guide you to becoming your healthiest and most uplifted self in body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Lauren Venosta. I'm also a mother, entrepreneur, clinical nutritionist, chef, writer, and I believe in uplifting others. It's time to reclaim your energy and well-being because you're not here to feel depleted. You're here to live a life uplifted. Who were you before someone told you you can't? From a young age, we absorb everything. Not only what we're told, but what we observe from those around us. The seemingly small things that might not seem like a big deal at the time can stick in our subconscious and end up dictating every choice moving forward. Recently, I was chatting with a client and we were talking about how after a few successful weeks with new healthy habits and experiencing some really positive changes, she started to fall back into old patterns when life stuff happened. And instead of telling her, you just need to get back on track, We worked together and started to uncover the why behind this. And it made me realize once again that we all have our own form of self-sabotage. But the thing is, we usually don't even know what's happening. This is because we have a comfort level that our identity doesn't like to shake up. If we begin to expand beyond what we think we deserve, we find a way to shrink back down to comfort. Let me explain. Ed Milet uses this amazing analogy about a thermostat. We all have an internal thermostat tied to our identity that regulates the temperature of our lives. Think about this. You're in a room that's set to 72 degrees. You open the window and let fresh, cool air in, and it feels great. But then as you close that window, the room will get back to 72 degrees just like it's set. On the reverse side, warm air can also come in and heat the room hotter than 72 degrees. But sure enough, with the thermostat set at 72, it'll cool down eventually. This is the same with our lives. If we only focus on external factors, we will always, and I mean always, end up back where we started. Because you can do all the healthy things, drink green juice, eat salads, and exercise, but what happens when you start to get healthy and your identity is found in illness? You'll find a way to tell yourself you don't deserve to feel good, and something will always happen that sets you back. I see it all the time. And I really had to work on this with myself because when you have chronic illness, you can identify with your illness pretty heavily and you just constantly say, oh, I have autoimmune disease or, oh, I have this, I have that. And it's like your identity becomes wrapped in with your illness and then you just always consider yourself a sick person. So why would you expect to be healthy if you're constantly telling yourself that you're sick? You have to believe you are worthy of good things. If you don't believe that, you will always play the same narrative in your head and self-sabotage your growth. You'll grow just enough to be proud of yourself and move forward a little bit, but you will always stay just below what you think you deserve. So where does this come from? Remember the opening line of the episode, who were you before someone told you you can't? Think back to your younger years about experiences that still play fresh in your memory Something you witnessed from your parents, maybe something a teacher told you, maybe how a peer mocked you and embarrassed you. Most of us can remember key moments from our life that we felt hurt by or greatly influenced, and it shaped us either for the good or for the bad. 
I vividly remember a time when I was younger in dance class and we were trying on new tap shoes. I was the tallest and I also had the biggest feet. When we were getting our shoes to try them on, my shoe size was said and a few girls mentioned how big my feet were and made a joke about it. Now, this seems like something that's really not a big deal, but for the rest of my life, up until adulthood, I did everything, and I mean everything possible, to hide my feet from people. I'd sit on them, only wear shoes that made my feet look small, and never wear shoes that I wanted people to notice. I was ashamed of how my body was made because of one small incident when I was younger. Now, that's a very surface level example, but I'm sure you can think of some of your own experiences that are much deeper and had a much greater impact on who you are and how you live your life even to this day. I encourage you to take some time and write down all the negative things you say to yourself and one by one go through them asking yourself, is this my thought or was it something I was told? And is it even true? Most of the time, you'll realize it's mostly BS. I sat down and did this, and it was actually a pretty hard experience and very, very eye-opening, but also very healing to let go of things that aren't even meant to be mine in the first place. So how do you change your internal thermostat? How can you truly up-level yourself and your life without falling back into old patterns and habits? It's like the person who makes a lot of money only to spend most of it and find themselves back to square one. Or the person who loses weight only to have it creep back up. Or someone who leaves a toxic relationship when they're feeling empowered, only to find themselves with another person exactly the same after that. We can't change our lives unless we change ourselves. And when I say change, I mean let go of the narrative that other people told us or we picked up along the way. And as a believer, I know I'm a child of God, and who he says I am is loved, valued, and cherished. So why would I ever feel like I don't deserve that from myself? Here are a few ways you can begin to get out of your own identity crisis and start living an amazing life. Number one, get to the root of where you find your self-worth. Where does it come from? Is it from achievements or looks, possessions, or other people? If it's anything outside of yourself, this will always lead to disappointment and anything will shake you. Number two, what habits aren't moving you forward to the person you want to be? If your current habits don't align with the person you're trying to become, then why are they there? Build habits that propel you forward and believe that you are worthy of them. Number three, if you are the same person you were two years ago, it's time to reevaluate how you value personal growth. Just like life evolves, you as a person need to evolve too. If you're constantly blaming your past or your childhood for who you are, or your circumstances, it's just your way of not taking personal responsibility for growth. So this can look like reading personal development books, being around people who inspire you, or seeking therapy to help heal traumas that are impacting you. Lastly, start believing that you are worthy of good things. For me personally, I grew up with the narrative that I'm a sinner, I don't deserve God's grace, all the things that are taught in Christianity. I grew up going to a Christian school And I know that wasn't anyone's intention, but as a child, you don't really have that way of understanding what it all really means until you're a little bit older, because this was before I truly knew what a real relationship with Jesus is like, because not believing you are worthy is like slapping him in the face. He wouldn't have died for us if he thought we weren't worthy. So let's just believe that above everything else. So how does this all play into your health? Well, back to the client example. 
As soon as we start to improve ourselves, we blame outside circumstances for our own self-sabotage, the root feeling of unworthiness. So when making positive changes for yourself and your health, see it as something you get to do to honor the life you've been given, to make the most out of it, to truly live in health so you can make an impact in the world. Knowing you are worthy of this is the first step. So in order to live an amazing life, you must begin with your inner self, your identity, because everything else flows from it. All right, friend, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Life Uplifted. Hop over to the show notes for products and resources mentioned in this episode. Please leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and share this episode with anyone in your life who would benefit from this information. If you'd like to connect over on Instagram, you can find me at Total Body Nourishment. Until next time, friend, cheers to living a life uplifted. Uplifted.